Hello, welcome to the Embracing Contrast podcast with your hosts, Natalie White and Jackie Sharp. Today, we're going to talk about the concept of grounding. Um, I know that it's different for everyone. Everyone grounds a different way. And I'll share a bit about my concept of grounding when I first began versus now. So I'm here with my friend, Natalie. Hey, Jackie. (laughs) Great to be here for another episode. Uh, And yeah, grounding is a great topic because we see a lot of talk about grounding and and a lot of people say it is a certain way. And while I don't argue that it's not that way for them, but it does, it does mislead other people for whom it isn't that way and make us feel like maybe we can't ground grounding doesn't work for us we're not going you know or, or we try and no matter what it doesn't work so I think it's a, a great thing for us to discuss because I think it's much greater than what we see a lot of people talking about you know and not to discount what they say but thinking that there's there's more to it than just that yeah, absolutely. When I also I'll start with telling my little little story. When mm-hmm. I first started on on my on my journey, I remember um you know reading a bunch of things about grounding, the concept of grounding, what it meant, and I would get readings from people who you know were like, "Hey, you got to get grounded." And my brain's like, "Well, what the fuck is grounding? What does that mean?" You know, and then I would ask and it would be, "Get your feet in the dirt. Hug a tree." Or, you know, go out in nature. I'm very much a homebody. I don't fucking like to go outside. And so all of these things were like, what? I have to do this? And so, you know, because I like to try things, I did. And it never worked. It it never, you know, hit in the same way because I was stood. I was outside. I was connecting to nature. That's cool. That's a great thing to do. And if it works for you, that's awesome. But for me, it didn't. (laughs) I was just outside uncomfortable. (laughs) And I wanted to be inside, you know. So it it was like I can't get grounded. And at some point, I had literally told myself a story that it's just something I couldn't do. There was no way that I was going to do it because I had so many readings, so many things about doing it that I was like, can't not gonna do it (laughs) and um I think I had a reading with you at one point and you said something along the lines of I don't think you even know how to get grounded and I was like that is so accurate (laughs) I really don't know because my mind just keeps telling me things and telling me things I'm like well what do I actually want to do how can I actually get grounded and it wasn't until you know we started working together that I was like oh shit that actually means for me feeling whatever the hell I'm feeling right now in the present moment and expressing it through my writing because it's like I had to get it out some way and it's in the not getting it out that it just stays in and then everybody's like you're grounded you need to get grounded you need to do this and I'm like what (laughs) what is and it wasn't until I consciously realized that you know I was getting grounded through expressing through feeling through writing that I was like oh this is how I actually put the, all of that shit in my mind in the physical reality. And it started to make sense instead of me trying to make it make sense by, you know, putting my feet in the dirt or hugging a tree and <laughs> it, the things that were not working for me. So that's really how I started to shift how I get grounded. And now I do different practices throughout the day um, to remind myself that I'm here 
instead of, you know, create a story that I need to be somewhere else. It's like, no, what do you know to be true right now? What are you doing right now? What are you, what are you feeling? How, how busy are you? Are you too busy? What's, what's happening? Because I tend to do that also when I get too busy in my mind and I forget <laughs> that I'm, I'm feeling something also. So that, that's kind of how I've connected with grounding and how I've started to change my own perception of grounding. So what about you, Natalie? What are your thoughts on grounding? Yes. Well, it's, it's interesting <clears throat> because I have, I have always been very grounded. It's not something I've had to work on, think about, um, you know, I, I, and then once I saw my birth chart, it was like, oh, well, look at that. No wonder. Look at all that earth in my chart. I am like, um, I, I, I'm so all of my most personal placements, except for one, are all earth placements. You know, my only one that is not earth is my Mars, which is in air. So for me, it was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense that for me, it's not been something I've had to think about. And when P and then it was interesting is to see then people talking about, you have to go out in nature and put your feet in the dirt. You have to be in nature and all that stuff. And I don't like it either. I, I mean, I, my nature that I like is the beach, the ocean and the sand. That's what I enjoy. I don't like woods. I don't like dirt. I hate the feeling of dirt on my feet. You know, I hate all that grass. Oh my God. That's like the worst thing ever feeling grass on my feet. Oh, you know? <laughs> and so then to see all these people talking about grounding as if that's what grounding means, like that's how you ground, you know, that's the only way that is what grounding is 100%. And I'm sitting here going, well, I'm really grounded. I know this. I feel it, you know, and and I don't I don't do any of that. So that got me thinking of what does it actually mean? And as I as you know, and and so why does putting your feet in the dirt going out into nature? Why does that work for so many people that it has become a thing that we say as if that's what it is means to ground? Well, the people who enjoy nature, the people who enjoy those feelings, doing those things brings them to the present moment. It brings them back to themselves. It, bring, it allows them to be in touch with their surroundings. You know, it keeps them in the physical world. And that's really what grounding is. Grounding is bringing your perception away from the mind and to the physical body. It's inhabiting your body in the moment. It's what you were saying. What am I feeling next? You know, it's, it's breathing, you know, breathing is a huge grounding thing, you know, focusing on your breath, focusing on where it is in your body. You know, it's really just about be, being fully present in the present moment, feeling the feelings that you're feeling and not flittering about in your mind, you know, and in the airy concepts of the mind. So that once I, once I started to look at it that way, it was then like, oh, okay, well, that's what grounding truly means. It's not about what you do on the outside that matters. It's this state on the inside. And I've had people see me make posts about that or talk about, you know, this, this deeper meaning of getting grounded and kind of get offended <laughs> because I'm, I'm, putting it out there that, oh, it's not about putting your feet in the dirt. And then they turn around and they say, oh no, but you know, and then all these, these 
uh, reasons, scientific reasons, because of the the protons, whatever, whatever it is, you know, that's that like, oh, you exchange with the earth and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's, you know, that's still the outside. It's really not about the outside. It's about your inner state of being. So, you know, <laughs> um, and again, not to discredit things that other people are saying, or the people who really do get grounded by going out into nature. However, that's still the outside actions and that's not the inner state it's the inner state that you achieve when you do those things that is actually what it means to be grounded so that's kind of my take on it got it <laughs> I was like I was not on for a minute but I was <laughs> yeah you need both you you need you know to to really it starts within and then the more you do that and change it within then you can find different things that's how I did it anyways I I realized you know my feeling in the moment mattered and then I could choose after I mm -hmm. like figured out and initiated that feeling I could like okay now what do I want to do about it what do I want to do about mm -hmm. that how do I want to get present do I want to do that load of laundry? Because that'll make me feel present right now. I'm doing something physically right now in this moment that I feel needs to be done. Do I want to go outside? Maybe, maybe not. And it's really a matter of, you know, allowing that, that present feeling to guide you into whatever mm -hmm. it is you want to do. Feel your way through it. <laughs> what is it? that you want to do. And oftentimes I used to find myself trying to do that in, in concepts and then talking myself out of it. Like I can't do mm. that thing because, because X, Y, Z, like that's not what I, I should be doing. I should be focusing on this. Meanwhile, you know, things were piling up. My, my house was getting messier and messier. And because I was telling myself, I didn't need to do those things. Those things weren't going to benefit me. <laughs> and, and now it's more about, hmm, well, if I do this thing, if I do the dishes, I'm here, I'm present, I'm, I'm doing something in this physical reality, and I'm not, you know, trying to avoid it or ignore the the need to do these also physical things. Mm. So like, that's kind of how you can put it together. You can put the story together with whatever it is in, in the physical reality that, you know, you might be avoiding and you might be avoiding it because you don't want to get present with it. You don't like it for whatever reason, and that's okay. But it's really about understanding or some people say understanding. That's a funny way to say it. But it's really about <laughs> understanding that that inner part of you that wants to or doesn't want to. And it's funny that you talked about um, it's called earthing. So that, that's what uh, we call, you know, sticking our feet in the dirt and all this stuff. And it, it does have its uh, place. It does have its place in, um, you know, certain practices and with certain things. And it's really interesting when we start to talk about inner work and how, you know, doing that really helps you, you know, with the rest of it. So it's like, if, if we stay at the surface level of awareness, and we don't go underneath the surface, and we don't explore, we don't get our feelings grounded, then we're really just, you know, scratching the surface of uh, any kind of feeling. And that's challenging as someone who scratched the surface for most of her life. It's incredibly challenging to navigate because you're constantly digesting something in your mind that, you know, could be whatever. It could be good for you, but your mind is like, mm, <laughs> you know, maybe it's dangerous. Maybe you won't like it. Maybe all of these things, your mind takes you on this, this journey of creating, you know, things that don't actually exist. You don't really actually have proof that, you know, these things 
will or will not help because you didn't even try it. So you're just kind of continuously going in this loop of making things up so that you can, we call it overthinking, uh, so that you can kind of like navigate it. And I am the queen of overthinking. Even today, <laughs> even still, uh, I'm, I'm still constantly thinking about, you know, other things and different things. And then the grounding kicks in and you have to say, wait, just like I did with my kids, just like I do all the time. Now it's my biggest thing. Wait, what do I feel right now? What do I want to do? Why am I telling myself I shouldn't do it? <laughs> well, you know, it's like, because that's, that's where it comes from. That's what we do. And when we examine the, you know, why do I feel I shouldn't do this thing, then we can really explore where we've held ourselves back because typically that'll show up before you've had a similar pattern before that, you know, you talked yourself into or out of something. I used to brag about that. That used to be a boastful thing. It's part of my, part of my chart that Natalie and I talked about. It used to be a boastful thing that I would be like, I could talk myself into and out of anything. Little did I know... <laughs> That was actually uh, like my mind thinking too much or too little about, you know, a, a situation in my life. And I was not present for any of it. It was more just my mind guiding me on what it thought that I should do instead of what I felt I should do. And even to this day, I, I find myself sometimes um, reacting and then going back and having to be like, wait a minute, where did that come from? What was that? You know, why did that happen this way? And I find a lot of us don't do that. <laughs> we, we kind of stop at this, this, mm -hmm. this you know, area of mm, it just is what it is. And sometimes we can use that term as, you know, a blanket kind of it is what it is <laughs> and forget that we have to also accept underneath the surface that that is what it is for us that is how it feels for us and just kind of let it be let it be so so it's interesting when we have the contrast of of dynamic with others uh, that you spoke to because we do that a lot you and I specifically when when we post something there's a lot of people hmm you know, it's, it gives a lot of thought, but it also gives a lot of resistance in, in you know, accepting the, the ideas that are in contrast. That's why we created this podcast, <laughs> in contrast to what we were actually taught. And it's only through examining our own beliefs around these things that we can see, that we can go through, because all of us do have differing opinions, differing perceptions differing ways we connect and interact with our surroundings, with our experience. So getting grounded is really how am I reacting? How am I responding? How do I feel in this physical dynamic right now? What, what am I making it mean? What does it actually mean? And getting, getting back to what it actually means, what it actually feels like, instead of, you know, your, your mind telling stories this is kind of interesting. So I don't meditate. I, I think that it's it's interesting to, um, there, there's a lot of things around meditation. I tried guided meditations. I tried all of those things, but it never worked for me in, in the way that I thought it should work for me. So I always resisted it. And now that I, I've, I've went through all of that I did, I want to try it again because I know that it probably hit a little bit different than it would before. But I, I've never been interested too much in meditating because my mind just goes. It just, mm. it's like you couldn't turn it off. So mm -hmm. 
And that's the point of meditation is to turn off your thoughts, but it was never working for me. So I just resisted it. So I was like, (laughs) my mind, it's got to go. So meditation Mm. is a way a lot of us can get grounded in how we feel, whatever's going on and remove the gunk. But for some of us, it doesn't work because our mind just continues to play and play and play. And it it, it struggles to shut completely off. And there's there's another podcast for for another day because I I had a, a question that was interesting about meditation and you know stuff happens during meditation so I'm gonna keep that one in the back yeah. pocket <laughs> we'll talk uh, about well it. that's that's interesting that you that you bring up <clears throat> meditation in this and uh yeah you know I think it is definitely <clears throat> oh, excuse me. It is, it does have connection to being able to be grounded within yourself. I too also in the past found that I could not meditate. It was like turning off my thoughts. How do, how do I not think? I don't know how to not think. However, now here's the interesting thing in the past, um, oh, I want to say three years, five years. Um, in, in the recent past few years, I discovered how meditation works for me. It's, it's quite interesting because, and I don't, I don't know if this is a conversation for right now, <laughs> um, but see now it was about not, it, it wasn't about turning off my thoughts that that was the big revelation if you that which you resist what doesn't go away you know if you try to say I'm not supposed to think you're gonna think you know it's like saying don't think about a pink elephant we are all thinking about pink elephants right now you know (laughs) (laughs) um so well that that was the thing it was about um it was about becoming so present in my now moment. It was becoming so grounded in my physical reality and the physical presence of the moment that it began to transform itself. It was bringing my attention so fully into my body that I wasn't trying not to think. It was thoughts would come up and they would simply dissipate afterwards because I didn't follow them basically, you know? So it was because of how grounded my attention was in the present moment, in my body, in what was um, surrounding my physicality in that moment that my mind didn't flitter off into the future or into the past. It simply stayed observing my physical surroundings, my physical body, my physical presence in the moment. And that was where I, um, that was when I started to realize what meditation actually was, at least in, in, at least for me in the way that I was able to do it, but I found it quite, um, and, and so now if I do that, when I bring my attention so fully into the present moment I am able to do what I understand as the true meaning of meditation you know it's not about controlling my thoughts it's about 
uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to say it, <laughs> you know, it's, um, it's a silence that is spontaneous. It's not created by my mind, <laughs> you know, it's quite interesting. And then there's the moments when then, you know, sometimes it's just, it's difficult. Sometimes I'm not able to, you know, my mind will just be too, too focused on thinking about the future or thinking or, or re-experiencing the past going, you know, in those directions. And then it's really difficult to get it to be that quiet. However, I have use exactly what you're saying. Well, what am I, what about what, what is happening right now? Bringing that attention and thinking about the present moment has been how I've grounded that and able to do that. So I guess it is intrinsically connected and interwoven with groundedness because that's, that truly is what grounding, ground, being grounded means is being present in the body. And that's how I believe that meditation really happens or is able, you know, you're able to get there is through that. So yeah. Yeah. That makes mm -hmm. sense. I, it's interesting being so airy and like, that's, that's why we work. That's why we work really well. We have a very <laughs> right. different, different ways of thinking, different ways of, you know, going about things. And it's interesting now that I'm like where I am, a, a recent client who was incredibly grounded was, was, you know, talking to me about uh, different spiritual concepts and, and not quite understanding them in in the way you know that that they are presented and i was like man you know because when i was in the story i got it i understood based on you know my own experience i could pick up and you know place it within my life and i'm like and now it, it's not like that so mm. if you're really grounded it's hard to connect with you know certain spiritual narratives certain spiritual languages that we often talk about in in around this this teachings that you know it's hard to follow and that's mm. not a bad thing you know oftentimes right. we're like, oh, i can't get it i don't under and it's like well you don't understand because you're here <laughs> you're you're present you're you're now and it, it's just a little bit of a misunderstanding disconnect it's not a bad thing and mm. that's why there's like us who can be like wait a minute what does it mean for you and what are you making it mean you know it, it doesn't have to be for you what it's presented and th that's really the thing you know it's not going to be how it's presented for you may resonate exactly or it may not and that's not a bad thing either there's there's multiple different people who do multiple different things for a reason because you're going to fluctuate to that person you're going to resonate with someone at a specific frequency that you that understands in a different way. And that's why I'm always like, speak your difference, speak your truth. You don't have to do it with malice. If you do it with malice, mm. then people are like, ah, you know, it's, it's, it's different intention. But if you're speaking to inform, if you have a different opinion and you're just like, well, this is how I think, you know, it's valid. And people won't be able to open up if we don't open up. You know, we can't expand our consciousness if we don't express it, if we don't express what we're thinking, what's going on within our, our own minds. 
and how we operate if we don't let others in on our process. And, and my process is writing. So it's very easy for me to let other people in on my process because it's like, it shows all of your humanness, you know? And, and I think that's what grounded is for me is being able to just be human in whatever form it is in that moment. If, if it's cleaning, if it's writing, if it's creating something, being present with whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm physically doing, but also feeling because mm. I don't lead myself. I don't do it without feeling anymore. If I don't feel like doing it, I'm not going to do it. If I feel like I need to do it, I'm probably still not going to do it because I'm going to examine why I feel I need to do it. And if I actually need to do it, I will do it. But it's like now I can examine and just feel my way through it instead of think I need to do these things or think I need to Mm. think I want to or think it's like, no. I feel I want to do this, so I'm going to do it. That's how I get grounded. I feel that this would be good for me, so I'm going to do that. Mm, yeah, no, I totally, totally get that and feel that too. And it's funny because people will be like, well, you can't only do what you want because there's things you have to do. So how does that work? And it's funny because it's like, all right, well, it's true. There are things that I have to do sometimes that there's no choice, but how it works for me in these cases and how I ground myself in that greater um, scheme of things is that, well, if I've put this thing in my life that is going to force me to, or that is going to need me to do things at times that I may not feel like it, I am going to have a greater motivation for it. So at those times, I connect with that greater motivation. I don't do it until I can be completely, until I can align my feeling with the fact that, all right, I maybe don't feel like doing this right now, but it needs to get done right now. And I also feel connected to this greater reason for me having kept it into in my life. So I connect with that. And then I move from a place of, oh, okay, well, I feel okay about doing it now. I'm not going to do it complaining, resisting, you know, with a heavy feeling of like, rah, 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 rah. you know, that will make it not work out. It will make it take longer, it will make things go wrong in it. It's about, you know, even, you know, you take a few minutes to ground yourself in a better feeling place about it. You know, like I, I, I'm, working towards my bachelor's degree right now. So I have deadlines when I have to do assignments and different things. You know, my greater motivation is I want to get my bat, you know, I want to finish school and I want to get my degree. So I don't always feel like doing my schoolwork when I need to do it. However, I take some time at those before I do it to be like, okay, all right, well, this is working towards my greater goal. So I feel better about it now. I just got to do it and I'm okay. All right, cool. Now I can do it, you know? So there's, all about feeling your way through it and making sure that you can get yourself to a good feeling place about it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I think it's Eckhart Tolle, Tolle or however you pronounce his name, um, that said, you, you know, it's either about accepting what you're doing, changing what you're doing. No, wait, was it? Um, enjoying what you're doing, accepting what you're doing, or change it. You know, it's like, anything else is madness. If you can't, feel good about it. If you can't find a way to accept it, then you have to change it. It's one of those three things, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so that's like, that's how you manage to bring the feeling into it. You know, but you have to acknowledge any resistance that you have. You have to acknowledge any of the not so good feelings. And that's, I think, 
why so many people may have trouble grounding is because there's that piece of acceptance and not resisting the present moment that is difficult if you can't sit in it and feel it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it, it makes it difficult. So that's the more shadow work and inner work you do, the easier it is to get grounded because you're able to sit with, sit within and understand and transform the feeling, whatever, whatever feeling it is that you're feeling in the moment. Yeah. Yep. It makes a huge difference. And I think that's, that's kind of where I, I was, you know, not it, where it wasn't working before was because I was trying so hard to, to, you know, do these things without any kind of emotional feeling behind it. Mm that it was like, oh, of course it's not going to work, you know, because I I was too focused on making it work that it Mm. actually didn't work. (laughs) That's that's where we go wrong a lot of the time is like you have to be in the energy of in order Mm. for it to actually be. It's like we see that all the time in our lives if we're trying to force something or if we're trying to, you know, make ourselves do something it doesn't work we don't like Mm. it we always have that little ick heavy hard in in the after effect of it so it's like take your time and allow yourself to feel it you know allow yourself to if you don't like it you don't like it it's okay you know and it's funny i had a family christmas on on saturday and my toddler consistently walked around she she I think she dropped something or something she didn't break anything but something fell and she's like oh this happened and that's okay (laughs) after every sentence I swear if she she did something someone may have perceived as bad or been like oh she's like "Ah, it's okay it's okay that's okay oh my god that's adorable and I'm just like wow you know this is everyone just thought it was cute right it's a cute thing I was like but it's also her acceptance I'm like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm teaching her how to just be what it is like that's okay this happened I can't change it that's okay and you know we we can move forward and it's just so cool it's so cool to see my little humans changing their the way they think and the way that, you know, leaning into what feels right for them because mm-hmm. I'm not forcing them to do, uh, you know, to be another way. I'm, I'm allowing them to be whatever they are and think however they think, feel however they feel. But it, it's so funny. <laughs> it's like when, when you can see your kids be teachers to, mm. you know, other, other people, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> hey, pat <laughs> yeah. myself on the back, but <laughs> it, it's it's such a cool thing, and that's that's partially because that's how I react. That's how I respond. Mm. Is you know, oh, that's okay. Not every time, you know. Sometimes you fucking ah, and and it's not okay. <laughs> and you present that energy, but for the most part, it's okay. It happened. Mm. Let's, let's let's work through it. And even in the moments when I feel like I'm like, and everything's crazy, even after that, I'm like, you know what? <sighs> I, I just, I was really frustrated and I, you know, helped them understand. And then at the end, I'm like, and that's okay, you know, because I'm human and uh, everybody makes these little, you know, feeling mistakes, quote unquote, or, you know, react or respond in an unintended way sometimes. 
but it's intended, but <laughs> based on, on their feelings, you know, and it's so interesting because when you start to understand your feelings, you can really ground them. You can really start to, uh, you know, access your deeper truths below the surface through the feeling. Mm. It's like, even yesterday I was triggered. I was triggered and I responded in a way that I used to in the, under the old paradigm. But then I, I took my time and I got grounded. And, you know, I was like, what do I feel right now in this moment? And I'm just, you know, taking a bath or sitting there thinking about what I actually feel in this moment. And I was like, I feel fucking horrible. I feel abandoned. I feel sad. I feel like shit, you know, and like, I, I was like, fucking let it happen. And so I spent, you know, 15 minutes just crying and like letting out, you know, this feeling of abandonment. And after I did that, I asked myself, where did it come from? Mm. Boom, it was right there. I remembered. Mm specifically back to my childhood, how I felt this way and where it came from and how that impacted my life and my relationships from that moment straight on up till that point when I was triggered. And it's it, like, I didn't have to react any way beyond that. The understanding itself was enough for me to validate. In fact, yeah, you know, this feeling is valid. This feeling exists for that reason. And now when it shows up, I can change it moving forward. I, I have the information and I, I don't have to do that again. Mm. I can just say that makes me feel like I'm abandoned and that makes me sad and I don't like it. You know, right. it doesn't have to be any other way. That just is what it is. And it's like you validating your own feelings helps you get grounded. It helps you. Mm guide your life in a way that actually makes sense and those are things I wish I learned <laughs> way back when you know those are those are the things that you 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 wish you had the tools to access your whole life and a mm -hmm. lot of us don't and it, it, it's fascinating how we can really veer farther off path or off our track through you know not quite deeply understanding ourselves enough to to read something and see a deeper truth in it. Mm. it it's, it's fascinating when you can start to do that because everything has a deeper truth. Everything has a different intention or a deeper intention or, you know, whatever it is sometimes that is underlying. And whether it's good or bad, whatever, there's still something deeper below the surface in, in everything. So it's fascinating when you start to take that dive and understand it. I say that to you all the time. Every time we have a conversation, I feel like it's wild. It's like a part of the conversation because it actually is. It feels right. crazy sometimes because it's so in contrast with how I used to think, with how I used to, you know, operate and how it's like, whoa, no, <laughs> wait, it's okay to say no. It's okay to not like something. Wow. Okay. You know, instead right. of telling my story that, oh, I shouldn't feel that way, that, that feeling, I shouldn't feel that way. And now just being like, no, I feel that way because of this and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> it's different. And, and that's why I'm so glad that there's a lot of us who are starting to do this type of deeper inner work and, and understanding it's important. It's important to know that there's different ways to ground. It's important to know there's different ways to view the ego. It's important to know there's different ways to do the shadow work. And it doesn't have to always be one way because one way doesn't work for everybody. There's always, you know, differing things that happen. So 
Any more yeah. thoughts on grounding before? <laughs> um, right. Uh, well, you know, what you just said about there's always different ways to, you know, dot, 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 this and that and the other thing. <laughs> and it's so true because, again, you know, as with grounding, it's it's all about the deeper meaning of things. It's all about the underlying feeling. It's all about the underlying uh, state. It's not about the actions. That's why there's so many different ways of doing so many things because we are all designed so differently. We are all, we all come, we have different experiences. We, within ourselves, we are different. Therefore, to achieve the same state within ourselves, there's many different avenues to get there. It's not about the avenue, it's about the state. So, you know, it doesn't matter the actions that you take to get grounded. What matters is the state of being grounded, is the state of being present in your physical reality. If that takes hugging a tree, that's great, but it's not about hugging the tree, it's about what hugging the tree does for you, you know? So yeah, yeah. whereas me hugging a tree, it doesn't do that for me. Therefore that action is kind of useless. It doesn't, you know, for, for grounding. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't feel ever feel like hugging trees. So, you know, <laughs> that's, that's just my thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't resonate with that. It doesn't do anything for me. So, you know, it's about the actions that bring me the result of being present within my physical reality. And that doesn't look the same for me as it does for somebody else, you know? Um, and, and the same actions will produce a different inner state for each of us. If I go outside and I put my feet in the dirt, I am going to be anything but present in my present moment. I'm going to be annoyed, grossed out, uncomfortable. I'm just going to be like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be wanting to run away from that physical reality as much as I possibly can. You know, yeah. that's, that's not going to be beneficial for me. That's going to get me into my head and running away. So it's, it's all about figuring out what, what does it mean? What does it take you? What does it make you feel? And that's where we need to focus on is the inner, the inner state, the inner place what we feel you know that's that's in the end what any of this is all about so i guess that those, those are my closing thoughts on not just on grounding not but not just grounding on 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 the greater subject of it all <laughs> yeah well thank you thank you for for joining me and having this conversation yes thank you jackie if you enjoyed this podcast, head on over to the Embracing Contrast podcast community on Facebook, where we will share even more content, answer questions you may have, and get you up to date on all upcoming workshops and classes hosted by Natalie White and Jackie Sharp. See you there. Thank you for listening to the Embracing Contrast podcast. Until next time, goodbye.